Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. Don't look at numbers, look at excellence. Because everyone else, everyone else understands what excellence is and is drawn to that. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baetyong. Welcome to episode 10 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I am your host. If you're new to Hustle Share, first of all, welcome. Uh, I'm glad you're tuning in and thank you for, for spending your time with us. If you're if you don't know what this is, basically this is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by listening to other hustlers. That sounds cliche and redundant, I know, but I think you know what I mean here. Now, if it's your first time to listen to this podcast and you have not been warned, this podcast is very NSFW or not safe for work because we keep it real around here. So if you're not comfortable hearing around uh, cuss words or swear words, you may now turn off this podcast. But if you do and you like to keep it real, then let's proceed. Okay, so... For this podcast, or for this episode on episode 10, we have a very special 
guest. And his name is Paolo Hilario, and he is the CEO of the Lay Bear Waxing Salon chain. I'm pretty sure you've heard of them, you've seen them everywhere. But this episode, we're going to be talking about their humble beginnings, how he started out his journey as an entrepreneur, and how he, he was able to put up their first branch and the struggles he had to go through just to make that happen. And also, we're going to be talking about how they were able to scale. And now they have over 100 uh, plus branches and they serve hundreds and thousands of customers nationwide and what their, their plans are in the next couple of years by scaling this. But more than that, this is called Hustle Share. And we're going to be talking about more about just his story because what we want to know is also how he actually looks for partners. What type of franchise, what, what type of characteristics do they look for in a franchisee and his tips on how to start a business of your own and how you can cope with stress and many more. So if you're down with that and you want to learn and you want to improve your hustle, this episode is for you because we're going to begin this episode right now. Welcome to the 10th episode. We are now at episode 10. Yay! Cheers, mate. Yay! Thank you. So, episode 10. Unfortunately, we cannot do more girls at the moment, but we'll be guesting someone who benefits a lot of girls, nice. right? There you go. So, um, it's I'm very excited because uh, this is the first time... I mean, we've been talking a lot, right. but... Every time I talk to you, it doesn't feel like I'm like even doing business. I mean, that's a good <laughs> thing because it's, we just jive in and admire what you've done here. And for the first time ever, mm. uh, uh, we'll be talking to Mr. Paolo Hilario of Labor. Hello, everyone. What up? What up, Pal? Welcome to Hustle Share. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, as we're recording this, we're literally at your office um you know friday night and whatnot yeah but you'll you'll hear this very soon and, and whatnot so pal um first of all i've always wondered why the hell does a dude own a, a waxing uh, enterprise or a- empire right <laughs> but before that um let's describe first pal, pal what's your hustle well, that's a, that's a that's a funny comment. Um, yeah. I think the first how I'd answer that is keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what my hustle is, I run a chain of waxing salons. Yep, it's called Lay Bear. We have mm-hmm. over 120 locations nationwide. Oh my god, you already have 120. Yes, sir. Shit. Yes, sir. I mean, I recently uh, bought a house somewhere in Cavite. Right. Every mall that I go to near that place yeah. has a lay bear. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we want it to be. We want it to be accessible for everyone. Yeah. And, um, you know, it started as sort of a mission of my sister. Okay. Obviously, I'm not into hair removal so okay. much before. I, I am now, I, though. I am now, though. Okay. I thought you were, like, born with a chane. <laughs> <laughs> hair beware. You're like, boom. <laughs> if I was here, I'd be fucking scared of shit. <laughs> Like, oh no, Paolo's here. That, that guy was going to fucking kill us. No, right. but there's a story behind that. Okay. Um, I remember my sister telling me a story about when she was younger, she okay. used to get teased about having unwanted hair. Unwanted hair? Yeah. So okay. that'd be hair on your legs, your arms, yeah. your face maybe. Face? Of course. Some females do have that. You know, Like mustache or like in a Peach random fuzz. place? In Peach fuzz. <laughs> okay. I thought it was like the cheek. Like, why do you have a lump? <laughs> Not that extreme. But okay. the thing is... 
you know, people get affected by that. So when she yes. got a little older, she wanted to have options, right? Got it. And she got into hair removal and it sort of unwrapped inner confidence in her. And True, true. You know, it was so powerful for her. She said, you know what? She was going to this place. And um, people weren't really focusing on it at that time. Okay. Um, it was 2006. So uh, not a lot of Filipinos were into hair removal at that time. Yeah, we just like shave it or chane again. Chane or leave it. Like, or leave, or leave it. it. Like, bro. <laughs> but we've yeah. always believed in, you know, the hygiene side and the benefit side of natural of hair removal. And so she goes, she tells me and another sister of mine um, of our story, let's do this. Let's, let's do create this. the salon where everyone gets to go. And we're going to be experts at it. We're How gonna young be- were you when this happened? That was 13 years ago. And I won't okay. tell you my age Okay, right let's just like guess. Like, okay. Yeah, about 21. I'm just kidding. 20, <laughs> and I'd be like, what the? No, 24, my friend. 24. Okay, yeah. but you're so... You're, you're, prior to that, what were you doing? Okay, so I have a funny background. Um, okay. I got married before I was 21. Okay. And um, I got married before I even graduated college. Nah, okay. Yeah, wow. right, interesting cool. story. And it was a time when you know you have a girlfriend, you do yeah. something, something happens. Yep. Um, you know, your father-in-law asks you, "You better marry my daughter." Yeah, like oh, I'm, I'm gonna kill you like hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pluck you out. It's it's right. a different time yeah. in day to day. All right. But back then, that was the thing. But you know, the funny thing about that situation was it it taught me to be very responsible at an early of age. Of course, yes. So um, Gotta live up to it. There you, gotta, you go. Yeah, man, man up. That's man up. Little, right. So before graduating, I got my first job. Okay. I was I was working for a call center. Dude. I was. I was that's my first job too. There you go. Well, are you what were what 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 type of thing were you doing back It was then? outbound and I was telemarketer? Telemarketer. Bruh, I'm <laughs> like that too. And that's why I have this shit. Ah. This is self-taught. Really? I do not sound like this in a normal day. Perfect. I sound like I'm going to give you, I'm a barker outside, it, right? It's the training, man. <laughs> yes, and they train me. It's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I said, I told myself, like, yo, yeah. I got to I gotta give myself an edge. Because if I sound like my normal self, fuck, I'm, nobody's going nobody's gonna to take me seriously. It, interesting, interesting. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was the thing. So um, it wasn't too hot at that time, 2004. Too, so not too many oh, call centers so at that time. So this is just literally the cusp of like yeah. when this, this started out and they, they real, rolled out and BPOs were Correct. very new. Right. Okay. So I had that job. I graduated. I couldn't I couldn't keep up okay. because I'm not a night person. Uh, oh, se. shit. I'm okay. Not, I yeah. am a night person. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> there you go. My eye bags say it. Right? I have three bags here. They all have names. I'm not going to reveal them. It's probably in a different episode. <laughs> That's funny shit, yeah. man. No, but so. the thing is, so... um. I got I, I got married. I got that job, and I was I, I wanted to get a more stable job. And, okay. I, and I my background is in finance. Finance. So I that's I took, something I hate to my very core. <laughs> no, numbers. I'm just I'm not, not, number I don't guy. like numbers. <laughs> when Pythagoras was born, I was like, holy fuck! Why did you Why did you get this guy out? Like I hate him. It's it's not that I'm good at it, okay. but it, it was easy, fairly easy to learn, I guess. Okay. And so I got a job in the bank. Uh, and it took five interviews for me to get in. Imagine wow. that, yeah. Like five rejections or five got like a gamut or a whole thing of, of interviews. I, I would guess five rejections because those were five different departments that interviewed. Wow. Me. Yeah. So, so the grit was there, and, and again, I, the biggest factor, I guess. Sorry, uh, it's, like, it's no you worries. gotta you gotta put up. There you, you have go. A family to feed now, and that was right. it. And that was okay. it. I think you look at your situation and you make the most out of it. Sure. You know, um, if it's not going to work out one way, you try another way. True. And, um, you know, while I was having that job, obviously I was barely making enough 
barely yep. above minimum wage. Wow. And um, I needed to wow. find a side hustle. So okay, perfect so for this your is show. Side hustle, Paolo's side hustle. Um, right. So my wife is from the province, and we okay. were staying with her uh, with her folks at that time. Okay. And they used to operate a small store in a palenque market, okay. wet market. Okay. So they said, okay, you can have one small slot. Okay. With your with our savings uh, from our from our wedding of about twenty thousand pesos, we put up a plastic bag shop. Plastic bag shop. Right. Okay. So um, on weekdays I'll be working in a bank wearing my nice barong. Right. Right. On weekends I'll be wearing my sando. I thought you were wearing plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I could be at this. I'm wearing red. I'm seeing too much. I hope it wasn't transparent. <laughs> That was the deal back then, yeah. you know. Um, okay. Anything you can make do. So that was an yeah, opportunity yeah. that presented itself. Make ends meet, right? I had to grab it, and we we made a fairly good sum at that time. Nice. And it allowed us to expand our business reach at that time. So wow. we expand from plastic bags to um, uh, bakery goods. Shit. Yeah, that wow. sort of thing. Wow. It was a lot of work though, so we had to sell off. Mm-hmm. And um, I still maintain my side job, and okay. um, um, and. We did barongs for men. Wow. We did distribution of Cult 45. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of... Shout things. out to Cult 45. Yeah, if you want to sponsor this shit. <laughs> Paolo wants to do a side I'm sorry, show. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I like that beer. It has a kick to it. It, it has. It it's has. like a good alternative to Red Horse. There you go. Right. There you go. Yeah. And then the last one was we put up a computer shop. Oh. That was when we were staying there. So look at all these, you know, again, entrepreneurship. Right. You, you, you can't really just define that as like, oh... I just want to do this. So again, the biggest factor was you you had to make ends meet. You have to understand. And you have to you put up all these things and they're all they all vary. Correct. But among all those businesses early on that you put up, yeah. what were the main like common denominators that you 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 did to make that work? I mean, there's there's always learnings from each one, right? Sure, sure. What were the, those things? I mean, your background in finance probably helped you mm. manage cash flow well right because you can, that's one of the biggest things with with first time entrepreneurs right they they treat that as their own personal money and that's where they fuck up a lot you mm-hmm. know like ah shit i i did that myself like oh okay i thought my main money sure. is also the business money and that's where f- things happen for you pal what were the those key learnings that that help you traverse through all those businesses earlier right I'll, I, I will say that it, I guess it depends on how you treat your own money. Okay. You know, uh, I, I've always felt that you treat yourself as your own business. Got it. So if you're prudent with yourself, you're prudent with your business, that sort okay. of thing. So okay. uh, it wasn't a problem for myself. Okay. But, you know, the key for me at that time was understanding that there has to be a better way sure. in terms of progressing how we were living our family lives. Sure. And that means being sensitive to whatever sort of opportunities that are coming your way. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't into barongs. Okay. But I saw the demand. I looked at the numbers. It made sense. Mm. I said, okay, if I'm able to meet the demand from the su- and with the supply that we have, then boom, it's gonna, it's gonna work. Do you out. do like a proper feasibility study first, or you just look at all right, the normal economics of it and whatnot? Like, all right, demand is this. I can forecast that, and then. I can meet that with this, and then we'll see how, how much it will scale. Well, you know, uh, start entrepreneurs that are starting up normally go with gut feel, man. Yeah, <laughs> intuition. <laughs> intuition. Right? Right. And, um, and yeah, I, I guess some of that also goes back to my, um, to my background with finance. Sure. If, if it cuts out, if it makes sense, you don't have to go through the process, a rigorous process of really yeah. understanding where it's going to go. 
but your gut sense and your basic knowledge of finance of should see you through that. That is awesome. Now, okay, fast forward now, you, you've been doing this. How did that transition to your sister having some hair problems? Right. It's like, hey, I got hair problems. I need your expertise. No, I'm sorry. I was, I was just joking, but... <laughs> Sorry, if your sister's just kidding, sister hilario. But how did that now come into thing? Because you're, were you running other businesses when she told you this? Right. So here's the funny thing. At that yeah. time when we started Lay Bear, I was mm-hmm. splitting time between Bulacan and Metro Manila. Because Whoa. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go home every day because the the, the commute was terrible. It was a two True. and a half to yeah, three hours. Yeah, this is pre 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 Enlex actually yeah. at that time. So I would stay with her, and okay. she was actually uh, a career woman. Okay, she's been working. I, I think at that time for fifteen years already. Wow, she's an HR practitioner, and my other sister never. So both of them never had any business to begin oh, with. Wow, holy yeah, shit! This wow. is their first business. And look at again, holy shit! That's crazy. To yeah, Lou, to 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 see labor as it is now. Like every mall I go to, huh? Oh, Pao is there again. I always say that. <laughs> Sup, pal? Ask my girlfriend. Like, oh, shit. I know the guy who owns this shit. It's right. Pao. Right? Yeah, I don't like, Via, you have one there. Like, right, the, right. That's big. But the, it didn't happen overnight. I know, and that's what we want to talk yeah. about in this one. So walk me through that. She's a career woman, 15 years in HR with your other sister. Right. And you're, you can barely make it home in, in Bulacan. Yeah. What was the, the eureka moment? Like, all right, let's go. So she asked me um, to join her in a business meeting with this. She used to go to this place, right? Okay. And she goes, let's talk to the person running that place. Maybe we could find out more about how she's doing it. Mm. And then maybe we could start our own. Mm. So we talked to that lady and she goes, yeah, you know what? Um, I totally understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, I can teach you everything and you're going to make a ton of money doing this. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Watch out here. Fuck you guys. You're going to be fucked by power. All right. And the thing is, obviously, we didn't have a lot of capital, even though, you know, we had, um, I had my side hustle businesses, all that. There were ups and downs. Cool. Um, When we, when when we were doing our initial numbers, I think it came out about 200,000 bucks, the first branch. Wow. And we had to chip in around um, 50000 and had to loan the balance of 50000 amongst the three of, of us. Of course, of course. Right. And um, Really bootstrap, plus bootstrap. a little bit of a loan. Yeah, yeah. correct. And um, so the first, the first you know, moment when we opened it, I remember mm. this vividly, we were so happy that we were able to get through it. And then reality yes. hits Boom. because no one comes through the door. Correct, because nobody understands it. Exactly. Yes. So we were like, okay, we thought the first battle was already done because we're open finally yeah yeah and then shit like where your hair at motherfuckers (laughs) let me get your hair out but when the bills start coming in and then we weren't making enough and we're losing where was the first location just maybe that was a big catalyst too what was the first labor was ever made um it's it's in a sort of commercial building that sort of commercial and residential building in palanan makati Close wow. to cash and carry. Oh. I wouldn't say it was a hit. No. We okay. had to relocate it after some years. Sure. Yeah. Because that's a mixed bag. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. sort of a hoodie place. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the be nice get their votes and whatnot. <laughs> but it's not the upscale CBD area. It's not. Okay. It's not. And so right. we had to sort of convince a lot of people to try us out at that time. Sure. And we weren't seeing a lot of people through the door. Okay. Um, and there were a lot of questions being asked like, 
Did we do the right feasibility study? Is the market mm. ready for just purely hair removal? Should we add nails into the menu? That's nail of... removal? No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ow, oh, that's, that's <laughs> no, no, because at that time, you would only come across nail salons. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah. Right. So, and you know what? My sister, she's a single mom. Sure. Um, I was she, raised by a single mom. Single so mom. Shout out to all the single women. Praises, right. praises. Yeah. And she was, uh, she was an undergrad. She was doing night school, and cool. she was working. And she's like, you know, amongst the three of us, somebody has to drop their day job and yep. focus on this thing. Take, take control. Take control. And I have to tip my hat off to her because she was the one who said, if this is gonna go anywhere, somebody has to sacrifice now. Sure. Yeah. So she took the first bullet for us. She took one for the team. She took one for the team. Yep. Being the single mom. Right. And I was like, holy shit, this is it, man. Okay. There's no turning back here. Yeah. And all in. Right? All in. And even after that point, it was six months until we were able to break even. Even. But six months is pretty fast, pal. Like is it? some yeah. people fucking go through hell and out for years. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. That's true. What was the what was the secret? I mean, I, of course we're not gonna share the whole fucking secret because yeah. everybody your competitors might hear it. But <laughs> what I'm saying is what were those things that that, that helped you break even from having a struggle early to now having a formula that works. Because you said nobody really know, knew or probably wasn't even comfortable getting their hair down sure. there sure, removed, sure. right? Yeah. What were those things? Because I'm pretty sure there's a, an evangelization point. So yeah. to like how you're doing chatbots up front early. Like right. nobody understood. Right, right, right. Like what the fuck is a chat, chat box? A chat box? Oh, a chat box <laughs> is the one in the Facebook? Yeah, right? yeah. No, that's not it. So it took a while. And then right. it's all also timing. What were those things for you guys? Um, well, it, it was a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of educating in okay. the beginning. Because a lot of people didn't understand the benefit side of it. Sure. People thought that you had to do it for, not for hygiene, but yeah. for aesthetic reasons yeah and when people try the service out because we we use a different technique okay. than what was popular before so i guess one of the key things that really propelled us was really understand your competitive advantages sure what's what's not out there and what you're offering yes. and make sure you drive Edge. that message okay. hard okay and um once you do um you know and we were so confident at it sure. we would just have people try it out yeah do it because the beauty yeah. with hair man you know if they try it out it grows back Really? <laughs> well, not for you. No, I'm just kidding. No, I cut it out. I get, I get a haircut once a year, but <laughs> once a year. I mean, once a year, once a month, once a month, once a year. God damn it! I would have a pro by then. But, um, for you guys, yeah, of course, it's a repetitive thing. Yes, right? it's not a one-time thing. Right, right, right. And then the business model allows you. It's so lean and it's so simple. Sure. That it allows you to sort of invest in trial because you know the returns. It's gonna. What, uh, it's, Multiply you ROI eventually, right, right. right? That's amazing. But pal, let's take a quick break. So now you've turned the corner, six months in ROI. That's amazing, dude. Mm. But let's not talk ROI. About break even, my friend. Break okay. Break even. All right. Yeah. But break even. From break even, let's talk about the next milestone and how you took on the. You took now it's ter- your turn to take one for the team. Yeah. Right. And how how you got into that? More of that after. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hey guys, I have a very very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch? At SASCon PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. Turn to break. All right, welcome back to Hustle Share. We're still with Paolo Hilario of Labor. Hello there. How are you doing, Pal? I'm selling in. Selling in. Okay, that's that's pretty good. But you're 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 doing pretty good. Thank you're, you. You're, that, that was that the first part went pretty smoothly. Now, anyway, Pal. Prior to the break, you mentioned that you know six months you got you, you got to break even, right? Mm. And now, what was the next step? I'm pretty sure there was a there was a spike, but I'm. Here's what people don't understand. It's not a, it's not linear. Success is never a straight fucking line. Mm. It's a zigzag. It's like a Richter scale. Right? Yes. You go up and then down, up down, and then you just start to get used to it. Right. The thing with business is that through the ups and the downs. Yeah. Eventually, as you do it, you just become even killed. You can't. When you get high, you get get too high. True. You, when you get low, you don't get too low. Correct. Right. Pal, walk us through what the next step was for Laybear from breaking even to to what the next steps were, and then all the way through probably how you took the wheel, like Jesus. You're Jesus, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so the wheel, along with all your hair, <laughs> right? So we understood uh, early on that we have to really identify who our clients really were. Yep. So um, you know, in a typical salon, you wouldn't really take note of client records, but sure. we were early adapters in in uh, analyzing customer data. Behavior. Data. Okay. And we were looking at our data, and we would normally ask where the people were from. Mm. So we didn't see a lot of people, but we saw a lot of people from everywhere. Um, wow. I remember um, we used to see people from Baranaque, from Laguna, okay. who went to our shop and because we did a lot of manual PR back then. Sure. Um, you know. Um, We would, my sister would Print. seed editors, ah. and we would get be printed in lifestyles for okay. free. And so what, that's for free, and you for got free. their hair out. 
Hey, come here. How much? I know how much hair you have. Try us out. So the, the, the editors are like, okay, I'm happy. I'm clean like a baby down there. So the, the thinking behind that was, okay, um, we yeah. have a very di- dispersed sort of crowd sure. here. How do we get closer to them? And mm. then by having enough, I guess, um, presence, we'll be able right. to convert that into some sort of momentum. So that's the reason behind opening a second branch in Quezon City. Where is QC? I'm from QC. Um, it's in Scout Fuentebella. No fucking way. Yeah, you're from no? there. I'm from Kamuning. Oh, there. Oh, now everybody knows where I fucking live. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but that's my hood. I grew up there. There you go. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, so we wanted know. to be on the opposite side of the metro. Yeah, yeah. Just to make sure we cover enough ground. Okay. And um, things weren't moving as fast as we wanted to, but sure. we've gotten a lot of interest from our own customers. And the beauty about that place yes, is it's near ABS-CBN there you go, and JMA. JMA. There. So now you're also getting the hairs of all the celebrities. And we and used to get a lot of them. celebrities. Oh, they're king. this one has kinky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that was, that was still the game plan. And okay. um, we were blessed yeah. that a lot of our customers enjoyed what we were getting out of, uh, out of us. Sure. And they were forcing us or convincing us to franchise the business out. That, that was, was the, the point. That was the key. Because we didn't have enough capital. Scale it on your own. Correct. We didn't want to sell the business. True. So the easiest way is to get into Empower fixed term people. licensing okay. agreements. And I'm allow people. Yeah, I mean, franchise, you know, it's okay. licensed, right? And people who believe in what you're doing to propagate it for you. That is amazing. Because you already have that formula. Correct. Right? Now you know how to train people that, right. that you don't use your hands when you pull the hair out. You there, use yeah. wax or wherever. And right? I, I remember there was a time where I think the ratio was uh, between six to one or seven is to one. Six. So six franchisees ah. compared to one of our friend of our own branch. Because wow. we didn't have enough capital to, to sort of expand our own network. It's crazy. Yeah. So what how how far in are you guys when People just triple, I mean, just franchising at a moment and boom, now it's just crazy. From year, say, one to whatever, mm. it's, it's like crazy stuff. But scaling too fast can also be scary. It is, it is. So um, I wouldn't say we did it too fast. Um, if, you know, if, if there were any lessons in doing it that way, obviously we weren't so standardized. Mm. Which something that we're focusing on now having 120 branches where yeah, quality yeah. is going to be a primary concern QA, and consistency. Right. Yeah. But back then it was more like um, we had avid fans and they were yeah. the ones who really want to sort of profess labor to their network. So not sure. only are we allowing ourselves to get bigger, but we're allowing ourselves to tap networks of different individuals at True. the same time. And you're so our, still investing heavily on HR too. I mean, because at the end mm, of the day, it's a skill. It is. Right? It, is, yeah. it, 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 it depends on how how delicate the hand of the, the person is. And that's what it is. Just like in massage. Correct. In massage people, like, fuck, like, dude, I said hard. You look like you're stroking my back, right? What the fuck? <laughs> right? Or some people just pull it out. So it's, it's called a hyang, right? Yeah, Whoever yeah. you're hyang, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So the, the, the main focus that we had to do was we're actually, we were... At, when we started franchising, we were concocting our own formulation of the wax already. Ah. So it was really focusing on the R&D of that side and then making sure that the training is on, is on par of, mm. of where we want it to be. And that was the whole sort of key 
to making sure that we're able to replicate it um, across the Philippines, essentially. That is amazing. So, and that's one one thing I remember my girlfriend telling me that, you know, what I love about Laybear is that they do their own products. Yes. They, they don't just, you know, get that from some random whatever and just do the service. You, yes. you do the whole round from the product itself all the way to the execution. Correct, yeah. And that's the whole belief system of Laybear. Um, we, we were promoting, advocating natural hair removal using sure. natural products. Okay. So it's all food grade. It's all made by ourselves. We right. know there's nothing harmful within it. That's so it's awesome. so consistent with the brand positioning at the end of the day. What were your challenges, Val? And then how did you take the wheel? Okay. Um, so the challenges were um, just getting to a point where we want to be household. We want to be a household brand. We want... We want Hair removal to be synonymous with labor, yeah, which like I think we're getting there. Yeah, you are. You <laughs> we're are. getting there. Right. And we want the lifestyles of people to change significantly because of in- inserting hair removal as part of their routine. True. True. So we're not there yet. I think um, we, we serve around 175,000 people a month. Wow. What? It's, it's, it's a number. It's a, it's, it's a six-figure number. But at the end of the day, we think we could do better. You know, but 175 hairless people, <laughs> man, and happy partners at the same time, yeah, right? <laughs> correct, correct. That's that's great. But well, again, um, how did you become the guy? Your okay. sister is running it for a while. Yes. How did you get the, involved? This I mean. All right. So the second move from the management standpoint was my other sister jumping on board, taking care of franchising. When sure. I entered, I was the one who formalized the distribution network. Okay. And it was it was the point when I started that role and looking at new business opportunities for ourselves. Oh. So my, my sister was so caught up with running the branch and then franchising, we weren't looking at it from a very holistic standpoint. It's all over the place. And that's, that's yeah. when I started uh, selling the idea that we could be more than what we are today. Sure. And, um, you know, that, that sort of goes alongside why we had to work together in the first place. Correct. Where we could offer so much more and making sure that, True. you know, our customers experience the ultimate best from Correct. us. Just a little caveat of why, how I met Pao. I mean, um, I told you, um, we, my main hustle uh, is I am the founder and CEO back then. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not, but sort of like that, but let's not label, put labels out there. Right. I'm still the guy, basically, <laughs> who runs the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Um, of Chatbot Philippines. And what we do is like, we're one of the earliest, and I want to commend you for it because uh, companies who have branches like this and franchisees are very skeptical to jump on board. Right. right? So what we, I, I met Pal by uh, trying to incorporate how chatbots can be used with, with, with labor. And right. this, just like how this conversation is going on now, that's probably the, the most natural, the f- most fun uh, <laughs> pitch I've ever done. And we just hit it out of the park. But, pal, okay, since now you're involved, mm. did your sisters also divest? Like, now, okay, pal, you can do this on your own. Yeah, they did. So, I'm the majority now. Okay. Um, well, naturally, my, uh, my eldest sister actually moved to the States where we mm. operate the branch. So oh, she's running so her own. There's a lay bear there now. There's okay. a lay bear in LA. She's running that. Okay. Um, I'm the one running the show here in the Philippines, and uh, my whole play is we're so obsessed with um, customer experience. Yeah. And when you sold the, you know, the the message of why make why not make it more convenient for your customers to book. Yeah. You got me right there because we want to make sure that at every level, at every turn, 
we're able to provide something unique okay. that focuses back on how we can make it easier for them to get their unwanted hair removed. Yes. Well, I, will, I like my hair. I just, just, <laughs> I just <laughs> like it trimmed. I'm you, staring it down. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I like my hair up top. Don't, don't, don't kill it. Because right? it, it scared me, actually. Your, your tagline here that says, when you see hair, it's time to labor. And I look at myself. I'm like, dude, I still have a little, like a one an inch of hair. Well, I'm, I'm not going to remove that. I don't want to go full ball, but just kidding. But okay, pal. Um, from that point on, mm. how did you go from now 120? How did you go that fast? Because it's not easy. Right. You know, and again, when you in tech startups, mm. one of the main reasons why people fail or startups fail is they scale prematurely. Correct. Right. How did how do you control? Do you if you are a franchisee is like, all right, pal, yeah. Um, I got some money. <laughs> right. I have a good location. Right. And what how do you screen them out? Well, obviously we have to look at we only franchise out to our customers. Oh that's it. Yeah. Okay. So we wanna make sure that we have somebody there who can really represent the brand through experience. Yes, an ambassador. Uh, you know the the here's the thing. The trick with expanding is that you shouldn't be caught up with expansion per se. Sure. What, what we were focusing on is making sure that we hit the right buttons in terms of making sure we operate within our loop okay. perfectly. Okay. And once you operate there, people get to understand that you're really focused on that. And it naturally creates its own expansion plan True. from there. It's organic. It's organic. Um, organic I could tell you. It's organic. There and that's go. what labor is about. I can tell you a story about, you know, our first franchise C out of Metro Manila started in Cebu. Oh. And a lot of our Vismin clients went through that branch in Cebu. No way. It's like, I'm from Cotabato and I need my hair fucking removed. <laughs> I will we have a lot Cebu. of that. We have a lot right. of stories about. People from Bohol would just cross to go to Labia. Yeah, that sort of thing. With the botanding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's okay. it. It's it's our focus on that small thing. And right. they came from their experience in Manila. Okay. So us, and I, I always remember this saying, and I'm a big fan of this guy, Greg Glassman, who does CrossFit. You know, he's oh, the founder shoot. of there you go. CrossFit. He's like, don't look at numbers, look at excellence. Boom. Because everyone else everyone else understands what excellence is and sure. is drawn to that. Right. So if you just focus on what you're doing and do it the best you can, people will want to be part of it. And that's how we attract clients through word of mouth. That's how we get customers because we're so sincere about that. Correct. And you genuinely just want to help them out and make their experience right. feel better. Now, Pal, let's take another <laughs> quick break. Um, when we come back, let's talk about tips sure. that you want to be. You've been the, through the gamut. How long have you been running this now as a majority, technically? Um, about Seven years. Holy shit, that's Six a long years. time. Yeah. That's a long time. That's yeah. an eternity in business. Right. Now, you're going to hear it from the man himself. Right. Who's the big, the big head honcho of, of all your hair. If you don't have hair, it's probably him. You got to <laughs> think of him. Right. But let's take a quick break. And when we go back, we'll talk about Pals tips on entrepreneurship and life in general when we come back. More of that after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup, because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Corner has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers. I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust Dragon Pay. Pay. 
Welcome back to Hustle Share. We're now at the last part with Paolo Hilario of Lay Bear. Okay, here. All right, Paolo, let's go straight to the main thing. Because lately, hmm. you have gotten an award first. Let's talk about this. Because <laughs> you've been... In, in, you've been introduced or you've, you've been accepted to this very prestigious organization. It's called Endeavor Philippines. Right. And everybody, again, if you don't know what Endeavor is, how can you shed some light of what Endeavor is first? Right. So Endeavor is a global nonprofit. Um, right. It started operating in the Philippines maybe four years ago. And their whole mission is sort of paying it forward for entrepreneurs. So they look for next level entrepreneurs, help them scale up so that they could support the next level of entrepreneurs. High impact, that's what they use, right? High impact, perfect, perfectly put, yeah. Correct, and, and how, what type of impact is, what goes higher than removing hair of people? <laughs> <laughs> no, that their whole play is, you know, they could connect you to all sorts of network, access to capital, access to yeah. talent, all that shit. And it's not easy. You, they, you go through a rigorous, rigorous process yeah. Yeah. together and I was so, happy to see like holy shit i know someone that i'm Cheers, very man. comfortable <laughs> with and i go connect with and you so walk us through that process how did lay bear and mm. how does one pale hilario right get into manny Ali- manny ayala's radar sure and then get indicted how's that process i don't really, never i mean I, i'd love to be there but i'm pretty far out still but you know I, how does do you get to that and how did that change the the, the your journey as an entrepreneur okay so Actually, at that time, they approached us. Wow. I, I was away. And okay. the reason why they approached us was they were looking at um, the retail space. And they wanted to see a brand that sort of has, has a definite following. Yeah. A cult-like cult like following. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And they were like, okay, maybe this brand is doing something. Let me talk to this guy. Wow. And when I, when, when, when I came back, I was talking to them. And I was like, we're not really doing anything different. Yeah. And that's when they were like, okay, we need to talk more. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right. And it, it was a rigorous process. There's a, there's a lot of mentoring and there's a lot sure. of coaching and there's a lot of interviewing. And there's a, you know, the last section of it is you're supposed to go overseas or sorry, an interne- international selection panel right. where a lot of international mentors will have to assess if you're qualified to be right. endeavorized. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, it's like going to Freemasonry in a certain level. (laughs) Yeah. And what it allowed me to do is to really change my mindset Mm. and to think bigger and to think global. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, it's refreshing to think that, you know, before we were looking to just open our next shop. Yep. Where, in fact, there's a bigger... A bigger playing field out there. Absolutely, that's just, just a small. We're a small archipelago. Yeah, and right. the secret behind it is, you just have to put your heart into it. True, and make sure you use all the right tools. You Correct. know, and that's you know that's something that um, I'm really thankful for. And congratulations again. Dude. Thank you. Well Thank deserved. You. Thank you. Right, that is amazing. Now, <laughs> from, from that point, now let's 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 talk about. Uh, business 101 with Pal Hilario on the <laughs> Hustle Share motherfucking podcast. Aside from getting rid of here, I'm just kidding. No, but Pal, in terms of what, what, what would be your tip for right. someone who would be starting out with, with, with business? I mean, I, I, I ask this a lot with tech and I know kind of know the answer, but from a big brick and mortar who's now franchising, we have 120, 120, right? Uh, plus, uh, branches right what would be the key things for someone 
to start a business from scratch. And you've done the whole gamut. Right. I mean, aside from Blayberry, I'm pretty sure you have other businesses. Which right. we can talk about it now. Mm. But what would be your key ingredients now if you're right. if you're if you're putting if, up a business? If I'm if I'm talking to someone who's looking into business, I will first tell them um, to really understand what they're trying to solve, okay. what they're trying to address. Okay. And then once you understand that, you know how to sort of attract or insert yourself in that situation. All right. And then obviously, I don't think anyone is an island. You yeah. have to understand your strengths sure. and understand what type of people you need to look for in terms of you getting or achieving those goals. And how do you maximize that? Because a lot of people actually get this advice, but they don't know, okay, I know this, but it's my tito and I'm shy. And <laughs> I don't not to, you know, want to talk to tito or some other random strangers. Some, uh, actually, all you need is a referral. Correct. You, yeah, you know, so how does ma- one maximize a network and, and, and open up murders? I mean, that's, that's always going to be the challenge, right? Right. Um, and, you know, the, the honest truth of that is you just have to keep on trying. Yeah. And, you know, um, people... I think about the journey and I think it's, you know, it wasn't easy. I didn't think it was that challenging right. because we always look forward to the next ch- challenge. True. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't always get your way, nope. but you don't see it as, as a failure. You see it as, okay, there's another option for you. Sure. And that's how you, you know, that's how you keep an open mind. That's how you be sensitive to your surroundings. Okay. You just want to make sure that in each and every situation you're in, okay. you make the most out of it. Yes. It's either you go through it or you learn, learn yep. something out of it. You win or you learn. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Now, pal, um, just a few more questions before we wrap this baby up. Um, from a personal point of view, mm. how much have you changed in terms of how you manage stress? Because this is easy. It's easy to fucking talk about numbers and all that shit. <laughs> but we all know that as you grow with the business, right. yeah, you also need to fucking find that zen somewhere. And sure. You cope with things differently. Yeah. How were you when you were younger and how do you fucking manage research? Because there's always wow. there's always a fire out there. That's right? a tough question, man. Right. Um, you know, I, that's something I've, I've been trying to reflect on lately. And I, I would say that, you know, um, I've matured beyond my years. Okay. Because before, the goal was obviously you want to provide for your family. Sure. But now our network employs almost a hun- a 900 people. Mm-hmm. And 900? 900 people. That's wow. our franchisees. And, uh, you know, and now you're a role model. People Correct. look up to you, whether you like it or not. And you have to understand to respect your position, that True. people look up to you. And you have to carry yourself in a different manner. True. You know, it's, and it's, a, it's, it's stressful to a certain extent. But, you know, I appreciate that I'm able to provide something for others. True. Or I'm able to be a model for others to sort of gain some form of um, livelihood livelihood and inspiration out of yeah and you know it's a responsibility and you know I'm trying to embrace it trying to change myself because you know back then I would say I'll damn it I'm just gonna enjoy this shit you know burn some money or do some crazy (laughs) crazy thing but you know after you get to a certain point it's it's all about giving back you know and I think it's a responsibility and a gift at the same time. Sure. What What are the key things when you're onboarding, like you know, right? you know, when when a franchisee comes in, right? And uh, uh, for the lack of better terms, they gotta drink your Kool Aid. Right. Because if you don't drink your Kool Aid, how the fuck are they gonna do it the lay bare way? Right. Right. What are those things that you impart with those new franchisees? Of course, you said that they're already they should be customers already. Yeah. But you gotta put more shit in there through, right. through the recipe. 
how do you make them go to this labor minimum standard right that, that they get they go through well you know the first line i would tell them is we're, we're not looking for business partners mm-hmm. you know we're looking for somebody who will help us evangelize the population sort of because the whole idea is you believe in what we're trying to do and the benefit of that sure. and you understand that there's more people who can appreciate what we're trying to do for them okay. so i have to see that their commitment is what we're trying to offer not what the business is going to mm-hmm. be getting for them in return mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing so um we're we're, we're sort of crazy also about creating this sort of fun loving culture that we're yep, trying to build yep. and i feel it i love it here you thanks know? Yeah, <laughs> thanks you know, and I, and that's the thing you know we, we we're, we're not business people sure. we're trying to create a movement here there you go and um you know and it's if you're genuine that way okay it's more natural for you to sort of connect with somebody else who is all right if you're too pretentious, then obviously the yeah, other side. feel it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So it it ha- doesn't have to be so technical in those terms. Okay. Now I've never <laughs> asked this with any type of any uh, this question with anyone in the the podcast before, because your market is very cutthroat. Hmm. You have a lot of competitors. Sure. Right, and you all uh, one way or another, they're gonna try to bring you down and whatnot. Sure. How do you cope with competitors, and how do you stay on top of your game? Yeah, we're not without bad mouthing them and whatnot. Because let's call a spade a spade. Mm. This is everybody now. This is not alien through how it was ten years ago. Very true. A lot of women will go through this, but yeah. how do you rise above that? You know, that's an interesting story. I made a senior hire not too long ago. Okay, and that was one of the questions. Like, how does how does competition impact us? And at sure. the end of the day. My answer was, I'm aware of what they're doing, okay. but it doesn't really matter what they're doing. Sure. It matters. What matters to us is our relationship with our customers sure. and how we can improve on that. Okay. Because we know at the end of the day, you know, our main, main, single most main driver for new clients is word of mouth. Because yes. once you serve the people the way they want to be served, there's right. no way you can take that away from you yes. or any competitor. This is habit-forming stuff too. Yeah. You know, this is not like, okay, I'm going to get it done and uh, I'll think about it next month. No. Yeah. This is, this, this is part of the routine, especially now with how sophisticated fashion is and grooming yeah. and hygiene is. Yeah. It's a whole different ballgame, but you're, right. you're a big key to how that's right. being done. And it's actually counterproductive to be caught up with what else someone else is doing because Correct. there's really no control over that. Yeah. You know, it's it's important for you to understand what they're doing, but it doesn't it shouldn't affect what you believe you should be doing. No, and, and it's true because uh, I, I like how you approach that because by default, right, in the educating educating education system and how sure. we're brought up right in the system, we're taught that like all right, you got to be better than your shit. You have to look your, your look right. over your shoulder first all all the time yeah. and look at oh, how how am I better than that. Right. But in reality, we lose track of what's really at stake and who, what really matters, which is the customer experience. There you go. So that's that's very that's very uh, that's very true in how you how you said that. Now, pal, um, let's talk about this new thing that we're going to be launching. I'm back here and I'm like, all right, we got we what's got this. this. It took, took a while, but now it's ready. There you very, go. Very very soon. Finally, yes. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. More hair, y'all, y'all, y'all dying. <laughs> Watch Hide out! Now, right? You have an ingrown hair now. This is harder <laughs> to take out. <laughs> no, it's hard, dude. It's like ingrown hair. Oh my god! Right? 
dry. If, if you don't remove you gotta exfoliate. that, exfoliate. No, it's it goes in. I don't even yeah. know how that even happens. It's fucking <laughs> weird, right? So, pal, we're gonna be launching this chatbot nice. for Lay Bear very soon. What what would the chatbot do very soon when 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 it's when it's launched? Well, we envision the chatbot to be sort of our AI twenty four seven that sort of takes care of whatever the needs of the, the client may be. You know. Yep. We, we are thankful and we're blessed that we're popular. And it comes with a price. So there's a lot of inefficiencies where there's a lot of traffic that goes through you. Correct. And obviously, if you're dealing with people, that's going to be extra challenging, right? Sure. So we wanted to find a way where we could not sort of take away from the experience of exchanging with somebody. Sure. But make it a little bit more efficient so mm-hmm. that everyone gets a more pleasant experience at the end of the day. And with that bot, now that's possible because now you don't need to have... Frontliners right. there who was asking, "Oh, are you open in whatever in in in, in fact, I'm going to add that a significant number of our complaints is about the queue. It's about booking. It's about right. all those things that you can actually automate now. Yes. So thankful to Ron for sort of. You're welcome. That's <laughs> sure. just baby out. Right? Yeah. Let's change the whole ball game. Yeah, yeah. Of how what it is, and and and, and what I love about labor is totally different. Um, vertical of how we did it uh, in chatbot ph uh, also really? it's like this is where our key unique things and i'm excited because we've been working on this for a long time and now yes. it's finally gonna come out yeah. so if people wants to do uh go check it out what's your name on facebook uh labor waxing okay so it's m.me ha- slash labor waxing so yeah. just go check that out pretty sure that's gonna be up by by this time or if not Watch out for it soon because that baby's gonna take your hair out. Yeah. And if it's not, it's on Ron, okay? Not on Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling my team, like, all right, gotta work this hour. So He's announced it already. Yeah. Cat out go. of the bag. Yeah. The, the, the cat's like purring <laughs> yeah. and ready to get it out. Now, again, pal, um, invite over people that you know who want to, if, if they want to franchise a new labor sure. salon and whatnot, how do they get in touch with you? How do they get that? Um, first thing I want to say is I want to thank everyone who, who's a fan of Lay Bear, who's tried Lay Bear, who, those who haven't gone back to Lay Bear. There's a lot of things we're doing differently. We've learned from our mistakes. There you go. Our commitment is to make sure that we're always progressing forward, okay. never looking back. And, you, um, you know, there's a lot of obviously new clientele out there. Every single year, people mature, right? Right, right. <laughs> right? So Soon the- enough, you'll be servicing cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's torture, but you know, you'll never know. <laughs> if you want to um, learn more about what we do, you can find us at laybear.com. Uh, That's L A Y B A R E.com. Okay. A lot of the fun stuff about where we are, what we offer is going to be there. If you want to partner up, um, you know, hit us up. There's a inquire button on our franchisee. There you go. And uh, you can learn more about that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you. There you go. Again, thank you, pal, for sharing your time and a lot of knowledge. Very refreshing thank to you. hear your story. And your hustle is amazing. Here. Cheers, my man. And again, that's it for this episode of Hustle Share. We'll see you next time on the next episode. Peace.